Hi, welcome to another episode of A Man's Voice coming to you live from Hollywood, California. Uh, we have a very interesting panel of educated, distinguished brothers, and we're going to have a very uh, mindful, meaning conversation about things that are going on in the world today. I uh, would like to let me let my crew introduce this. So first, I got my regular guest right here, Mr. Todd Shore from Pasadena. Todd, say what's up. Hey, how you doing? Tell them a little bit about yourself. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I make things happen where they're not supposed to happen. So that's what I do. That's good enough for me. And to the right of me, it's an honor and a pleasure for me to have uh, someone from the great city of Chicago, Illinois, comes out here to have an intelligent conversation. Mr. Anthony Owens, I'm going to let Anthony tell you all about himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Owens. Um, um, Anthony Owens, I'm from Chicago. He gave a great introduction. I mean, that's about it. I'm from Chicago. Um, just here to have a a meaningful conversation with these two gentlemen. Hey, hey, Anthony, what do you do now? I'm a uh, a truck driver, actually. Okay. And like, do you work for a company or are you you independent? I actually work for a company right now. I'm looking to go independent as soon as possible. Okay. Transportation is booming right now. So you yeah, drive yes, one of those is. little little things. What what kind of truck do you? No, drive? I drive a. Uh, I have a Class A, so oh, okay. um, a semi truck tractor trailer. Okay. Okay. Well, let's jump right into this conversation, fellas. Unfortunately, we just had a another killing of a young black man in Minnesota, and we also had the trial of Miss Kim Potter. That was the police officer in Minnesota who shot and killed Dante Wright, a 19-year-old black man, as he was trying to drive away, and he unfortunately died. She went on trial. She was found guilty from uh, manslaughter, I think it was. But the judge had compassion for her and only gave her two years in prison. Now, a lot of people are upset about that, saying how cops always get a slaps on the wrist, uh, mostly get off on it normally. But they never really are held accountable when there's a loss of a young black or brown person of color. So I want to throw that to my panel and see what you guys think about that. Was two years enough for Miss Potter or was that not enough time for her? Potter, Miss Potter being the officer who shot him. And mind you, she was a white female. So do you guys think she should have got more than two years or do you think two years made sense? And since you're the guest, um, Mr. Owens, I'm going to throw that to you, Anthony. What do you think about that? Um, a two-year sentence for killing him was an absolute joke. I couldn't agree with you more, my brother. That, 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 that was a joke. I mean, but what, 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 do, what do we actually expect to happen? Like, it, it continues to happen. And, um, you know, we go out and we protest and we... We march and we sing, we shall overcome, and you know, <laughs> and nothing ever changes. What what's going to change? All. Like, we 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 can't sing our way to change. No, we cannot. So, what, what would you, if you were in charge? What do you give me some ideas or some thoughts? How would you change it? What are some ways we can change it? I mean, they say that the justice system is supposed to be uh, uh, fair. You know, that's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's not fair. I mean, I can remember. As far back as the Supreme Court ruling saying that we were how? One fifth of a one man? One fifth of a man. One yes, fifth sir. of a man. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. I mean, like, they haven't they haven't progressed that far from us being one fifth of a man. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Todd, what are your thoughts on this, man? Well, did he threaten her in any way, shape, or form? No. No, he got in the car. He was a, They pulled him over because there was an air freshener in his um window, hanging from his window. So that was the reason they pulled him over because it's against the law to, in Minnesota to have an air freshener in your window. Um, so that was the reason for pulling him over. And let's just start there because a lot of people are saying that's bullshit right there. 
and said the cops will find any reason to pull young black men over. I mean, me being a black man in America, I can count. I can't even count on my hands all the times I've been pulled over for no reason by a police officer just because he just saw a black man behind the wheel. So he pulled me over. So that happens every day in America. So I think that's the start of the problem. Let's start there. But to answer your question, all he did was he got pulled over. The cops pat him out the car, say, hey, you're under arrest. They say he had a warrant for his arrest. I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation. Why does all these young black men in America have warrants? Like, that's a whole nother conversation. But so because he didn't want to go to jail, he panicked. He hopped in the car and tried to take off and flee. She said, I'm going for, I'm going to tase you. But she had her put out the gun and shot it. Her argument was, uh, I thought I was using the taser. So, no, he was no threat to her at all. He was just trying to get away. She was under no threat whatsoever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So two years is not long enough because you're a person of authority and you should know based upon your training, what's a taser, and what's a gun. Absolutely. So to say that, oh, I didn't know that that's a problem. And that's not just a black, white issue. That's, hey, you're an officer of the law mm -hmm. and you're supposed to be above everybody else. And you should know that, uh -huh. that that's that's just training alone should have taken that out. So I could not agree with you. But two years is not enough for a young man's life to be taken who is afraid. Right. And to just add more complications to the entire case. The prosecution, meaning the government who prosecuted her, they were asking for the maximum, which is 15 years is the maximum she could have got. The minimum was seven. So she was looking at seven to 15 years for that. Now, it's at the judge's discretion as to what to give her. The judge dumbed it all the way down to two years. Now, I'm a parallel that to another case in Minnesota where a black police officer, male black police officer shot accidentally a white woman. Same city, Minnesota, that black male police officer is doing 12 years right now. The judge, different judge, but the judge in Minnesota felt that that person should get closer to the maximum, which was 12 years. So in this particular case, why this judge felt that this particular defendant should get not even the minimum, like not even half of the minimum, but like under the minimum two years. And she's already served two months. So she's probably going to do maybe eight, nine years at the most. I mean, excuse me, eight, nine months at the most. And she's going to supposed to be halfway house. So she's not going to really do any time. She's not really being punished. And unfortunately here, this family will never see their son again. And he was a father. He had a newborn child. So this child will grow up without a father now. And all she gets is a slap on the wrist. I, I think it's, it's just as possible. Well, it, it, it's, it, I would consider that the black tax. You, mm -hmm. you get hit more and tax more. But the other thing that's disturbing is that judge. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just white people in general. I don't think that we still mix enough because if you're not in a crew with uh, some black people that you've been around, mm -hmm. you only see them on certain situations. It's sort of like when Obama became president, people were, uh, they they said things like, oh, he's articulate as opposed to other black people. Um, they're not as articulate because Obama's articulate. Mm -hmm. uh, he's on a different level. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think, again, it's people have not. And we all do this. All people. We don't mix enough to where we understand each other. And I'm sure that judge in his life 
did not have a lot of black folks that were around. It was, it was a female judge. She was actually Asian. She was a female Asian judge. Uh, then again, yes. it's still, it's, it's the same thing. And then again, she is a police officer. So that, but that shouldn't, you, you should know the rules. I mean, I think, I mean, that sounds good that you're making the argument diversity is the problem, lack of diversity. I mean, that sounds good. I think it's just racism. Anthony, what do you think about it? Do you think lack of diversity is the problem or do you think it's just straight up racism? I mean, absolutely racism. It's absolutely racism. And you, I just want to know what her mitigating factors was. Because when you go up under the guidelines, the judge has to consider mitigating factors. Like, mm -hmm. What is this white woman's mitigating factors for you to go up under the seven exactly. years? Exactly. Yeah, again, he's exactly. running away too. So the threat is gone. Yes. Exactly. So what are the mitigating factors? So for her to go up under the guidelines of seven to 15, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go I, that far under too. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like you didn't say, oh, like, oh, the mitigating factors are this and she's a pillar of the community. She made a mistake. So I'm going to give her seven years. You said, no, I'm going to give her. 24 months. Yes. 24 months. Yeah. And just to educate those who don't know, the sentencing guidelines, what he's referring to, in the federal system, I think in all the, well, I know the federal system, let me just speak on that one. In the federal system, the criminal justice system, they have what's called the sentencing guidelines, which means once you're convicted of the crime, there's guidelines as to how much time you should do. And they base those guidelines on your criminal background, your history. There's all kind of factors that go into them coming up with these guidelines. The judge is supposed to stay within those guidelines. The guideline was seven years minimum, 15 years maximum. Once again, the judge gave her two. But okay. you have to also remember that the guideline, the guidelines are not set in stone. It's all discretion. Discretion, yes. Yeah, the yes, judge has yes. the discretion. With like what I was talking about with the mitigating factors, and then they also have discretion like with aggravating factors, right. where they can go above the guidelines. Well, mm -hmm. you did this, like, and I believe that she had aggravating factors because there was no threat to her. He 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 was walking away. You should taser, and your training, as Todd uh, stated, you should know the difference between a taser and a gun. You yell taser, but you grab a gun and then you kill him. Those right. are aggravating factors to me. Yeah, to the point you just made, they're not set in stone. Do you think they should be? you think there should be legislation put forward to make sure that the sentencing guidelines are in stone? That way they have to abide by them as opposed to being discretionary? <laughs> no, I think they should be discretionary. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. <laughs> I think I really do. different circumstance. I mean, Absolutely. Because, I mean, you got to think. So a judge sees a, a black man who's let's say a career criminal, someone that they believe is career, a career criminal. Mm -hmm. He has no mother. He has no father. He was raised by his grandparents. She died when he was uh, at a young age. Those are mitigating factors for that judge to consider like, oh, he really didn't have a chance. Mm -hmm. So let me give him an opportunity by not sentencing him to 30 years. Let me just give him this time. Maybe he'll rehabilitate. But if you come back in front of me, then I'm going to give you that 30 or that 40 years. But let me give him a chance, you know. Right, but what if the judge is, like you said, you agree racism is involved here. What if the judge is just a straight up racist and the judge just looks at you and go, you know what? I, I'm the, the rules say 15 years. I'm going to give you 40. Like, don't you think it's the, the law should be played? Tell the judge, no, you can only give him what that maximum is. I mean, well, then that's where you have the appellate court. You go, you go above them. You go to their bosses. You appeal. You know, different right. things like that. The appeal process takes a, a very long very time. Very long time. Yeah, very long time. Very long time. You done, you yeah. done did your whole no sentence, sentence by, yeah, the <laughs> by the time. Yeah. Like you, you done, done served did. the time you home yeah. by the time the appeal yeah. goes through. So, but 
Even that's racism because they could rush it through a little quicker, but they take their time on certain cases and certain people who look a certain way. Yeah. So, but I want to wrap that up because we could be, we could talk on that all day. It's another topic I want to jump into real quick. And that's former President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> now, Mr. Owens, I know you are a Donald Trump fan. Why? <laughs> supporter. Why? Um, I'm gonna me, let, let, let's let him tell. Why? Yeah, I want him to explain why he is. And he actually, he and I have had several deep conversations on this topic. So I'm very interested for him to explain why. But I want to tell you this first. Well, the question is, do you think Donald Trump's going to jail? Because right now the attorney general in the state of New York is on his ass. Let's just call it what it is. She's an Afro. She's a black woman. Letitia, mm -hmm. Shout out to Letitia James. She's on his ass. Meaning, what he did just real quick. Donald Trump uses the crime he committed around tax season when you got to pay taxes on your properties. He would value those properties really low, so he didn't have to pay a lot of taxes. But when he would go into the bank and get a loan on those properties, he would value them very high, so he could get a very high loan. Mm -hmm. That's straight up a crime, straight up and down. That's bank fraud, wire fraud. That's all kind of shit right there. Okay. And Letitia James is on him heavy about that. So the question to the panel is, Mr. Owens, do you think Donald Trump or any member of his immediate circle, his daughter, his son, you think any of them are going to go to jail? Do I believe Donald Trump is going to go to jail? No. He's the former president of the United States. Mm -hmm. That is an exclusive club, a membership that only has 46 members. I do not believe that they will lock up a former president of the United States. Do you think do I should? Go ahead. Do I believe that people in his inner circle are going to go to jail? Absolutely. I believe that someone... How, how close to the inner circle do you think they're going to get? You think they're going to get Ivanka? I don't know how high up, but I do believe that John someone... John Jr., one of the sons? I, I, I don't know. I don't know because, you know, like, these people are very connected. They have money. Mm -hmm. And um, this is when you go into the uh, the testifying. Oh, I'll give you this person... Right. If, if you don't right, mess with right. this person, the plea bargain. Absolutely. The plea bargain. Absolutely. Right, right, They're right, looking right, for right. pleas right now. Right. 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 Well, his number two is already indicted. His number two, uh, Wassenberg, his accountant, and he was kind of like the number two to the Trump organization. Yeah. So they're kind of already high up in the circle. Todd, what do you think about this? No, Trump going not, to jail? No, he's not going to go to jail. Does he deserve to go to jail? Yes, most definitely. But he should be going to jail for stuff that he did oh, yeah. <laughs> for the first election. <laughs> you know, we talking about taxes and all this other stuff. I mean, come on. You know, right, let's talk when about he made, that. When Give he me an example. Made, like, you know, what is one of the things? I can name a list of things. What's one of the things first elect he should have went to jail for? What would you have gotten him on if you were an attorney general? Well, first of all, he, he went to a foreign country. Uh, Russia, are you listening? I mean, he. Yeah, come on, yeah, off top, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. one. He, he did say that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well, Mr. Owens, explain to me why is it that you support Trump? I mean, we can sit here and talk all day about his flaws and all the the bad, horrible things he did. Why is it that you continue to support him? Well, I mean, I mean, what as a president, like what president just went above and beyond and did something that was um, worthy of someone's support? I mean, we go out every election and we they make campaign promises. Oh, we're going to get the infrastructure done. We're going to put more money into uh, black housing. We're going to do all this. And then they get in the office and then they come before they, you I, at a press conference and say, well, well, uh, Congress isn't going to uh, pass this. So I have to put this on the table in order to get this through. I'm just willing and dealing in Washington, but we're not going to forget about you. Mm -hmm. And it continues to happen. I mean, Trump put money into uh, black historical colleges, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. He worked with a few uh, black people. I can't remember the guy's name. He's always on CNN. Van Jones. Van Jones. He worked with Van Jones 
uh, and uh, got with the historical black colleges. He um, he put some. Uh, uh, I mean, he he's been evading taxes all the time, but he put a couple of uh, things in there that people can uh, benefit from. He put the child tax care uh, credit in. He um, also looked out for people who are in federal prison. Um, and he uh, dumbed down some of those citizens for people that are in federal prison. Yeah, which so, you're speaking of, the, sorry to cut you off, the First Step Act. He did the first sign step the First Act. Step Act. Absolutely. Yeah, and that did help a lot. I'm sorry, go ahead. Absolutely. The First Step Act. Yes. That, that that went into uh, legislation, yeah. uh, even though um, he wasn't the one who pushed it all the way through, but he still signed it, mm-hmm. and uh, they got it through. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, uh, Barack Obama did things. Bill Clinton did things. Mm-hmm. Both of the Bushes did things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they... I don't know who just really just uh, garnish your uh, unwavering support, but I believe that as bad as people say that Donald Trump was, he did also do some good and not just for uh, his own community. He did some good for the black community as well. Okay. I I can't disagree. I'm not a Trump supporter. Let me just be clear on that. I um, voted against him both times, but I will give credit where credit is due. He did definitely sign the first step back. And I personally knew some people who benefited from that. I know a lot of people, actually friends of mine, that came home early because Donald Trump signed the first step back. So I will give credit where he's due, but where it's due. But the racism. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I can't let you go to another topic. Go ahead. You know what the first step back was all about. What? Explain it. I mean, I I do. So his his, his, uh, son-in-law's, his son-in-law. Jared Kushner. His father. His father. Mm -hmm. Is in jail. Absolutely. So he was trying to get it. His son, he's doing everything for himself. Mm-hmm. It, it just happened to be that this other stuff came 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 along, but he did that to get Jared's daddy out. Absolutely, that that was Definitely. his that I, was I, his I, focus. I that. Yeah, Absolutely, all this yeah, other stuff yeah. came on after it because yeah. I don't think. But he, did, did Jared? I don't think his father got out. Is it? Did it? it doesn't it matter. He, he st- but but he still. But you said his reason for doing it was not yeah, to help exactly. the black community. It was to help his homeboy. It was helping. Him, yes, exactly. Right, 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 right. What do you think about that, Mr. Owens? you agree with that? I mean, whatever the intentions was, I know that the prison system is uh, disproportionately black. Absolutely. absolutely. So the First Step Act absolutely helped black people. Wherever his reason was, if he was trying to get his his auntie's cousin out, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for helping her get out. And you helped us get out, too. Thank you so much. Right. You know, what? this is why I'm conflicted on that one, because. I agree with that about Donald Trump and Barack Obama. I supported and voted for him twice, but Barack Obama did nothing on criminal justice reform. So Trump one's one ups him in the black community on that. Trump can go to Barack and said, "I did something in the black community in regards to criminal justice reform, and you did not, Barack Obama." Uh, and Trump in the black community, argument. I mean, you criminal know, there's, things, there's uh, black community. Don't mm-hmm. you know there's this healthcare thing that. Barack Obama had passed through. Yeah, but the most and there's important a whole thing lot of black folks most benefited thing, from the help from the uh, absolutely. A whole I lot of black folks got benefit okay, from but, that. But, absolutely. Okay, we do agree that the black community was Barack Obama's base, right? We were the black community was his base. His base, the most important thing to the black community is criminal justice reform, hands down. That's the number one issue in the black community. That and police reform. Healthcare is not at the top of the agenda in the black community of things we want done. We want the police to stop killing us. That's number one. And we want all of our friends and family to stop being over sentenced in the criminal justice system. So criminal justice reform is number one in our community. And Barack Obama did nothing on that. And Donald Trump did. So you just got to get credit where it's due. So to that, Mr. Owens, I agree with you. 
that Donald Trump got him on that one. Okay, we 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 have to disagree with that because I know a whole lot of black folks that got health care that their teeth were jacked up, they had high blood pressure. But what's more and, important uh, in the black community, health care or criminal justice reform? Health care? I would have to say it's one A and one B. One A and one B. And which one is one A though? You know what? I probably would have to say healthcare. You be mm. only simply because a lot of African American people don't like to go to the, the doctor. doctor, and they don't have adequate healthcare. That's going to be their first reason. Well, I'm not covered, and I don't want a big bill. Well, now you have it. Why don't you go? So I would have to say that healthcare is probably it, yeah. It's it's it's, it's very important. But criminal justice reform is right behind it. That's right. Okay. You know, that's actually one of the best answers I've heard on that question, 1A, 1B. Although, I, if I'm going to give 1A, 1B, I'm still going to give criminal justice reform the A, and I'll give health care reform the B. Okay. Now, what else, since we're on the topic of Donald Trump, criminal justice, what he did in the First Step Act, is a, is a plus for you in his column. But what else is it? Is The racism doesn't bother you? The fact that he supported the Confederate flag, he um, supported the Confederate statues. He um, was in bed with those far right racists. That doesn't bother you as a supporter of him because it bothered me. Hey, it was on both sides. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, he said it's on both it sides. good guys on both sides. Now, let me tell you something. So, yeah, I, I am not bothered by anyone who supports the Confederacy. I mean, last time I checked, the Confederacy lost. Mm-hmm. They lost. So we should honor if, them? No, I don't think we should honor them. But mm-hmm. if you want to support a, 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 a losing factor, you go right ahead. Mm-hmm. That, that that's up to you. What do, what happens when that support becomes violent, like it did in Charlottesville? Charlotte, it was a lot of factors in Charlottesville, and I I don't I wasn't there, and um it 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 definitely got out of control, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that it was good people on both sides. <laughs> I I believe that um it was people that went out there with bad intentions, and um a young lady definitely lost her life. In Charlottesville, mm-hmm. um, I, Heather I, Hires is her name. Yes, Heather. I, I believe it was a very unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely believe that that was a very unfortunate. But it didn't situation. bother you that Trump was down with them. He was on their side, like he was rolling with them, basically. But that that was that was the base that got him elected. That was his base. So when sure, you, that was so when base. you yeah. so when you go to the back in politics, when you go to the back, they tell you that they want six cuffs on your shoes so you can identify with the working man. Like different things like that. You go through things like that in politics. And when he goes to the back, they're going to tell him, hey, man, you 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 can't just go out there and disavow the outright. You cannot because you're going to lose your base. But shouldn't he, though? Shouldn't he disavow that? Absolutely. He should. Absolutely. He should. But he's playing politics. He's playing politics. But he's playing politics with our people, though. He, he I, I mean. I mean, you know what the all right want to do to us. You know that. He's rolling with them. He's catering to I mean, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I'm just telling you that the man is playing politics. And, you know, I don't I don't believe that he's uh, I, I believe that he's like, you know, when I when I, I, I talked to you, this, uh, talk to you about this before, like Donald Trump is rich and all his friends are rich. Like and most of the people who are rich are uh, of his color. They're Caucasian. And most of them are Caucasian men. Mm-hmm. And I've always told you that I think that he's like, um, I can't, what, what did I tell you? Uh, I don't believe that he's just like a race. I believe like he's racist as far as like monetary, like, uh, like a monetary race. Right, right. Economically racist. He's economically, that's, economically exact, racist. that's exactly yeah, what I said. Economically I said racist. Economically yeah, racist. Economically I believe racist. that he's yeah. economically racist. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, 
That, that that goes from his upbringing. I mean, Fred Trump was definitely a racist. Absolutely, Fred Absolutely. Trump was definitely a racist. And I mean, like, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't, I don't support the bad things that Trump do, and I, I definitely uh, call him out on it. Like, mm-hmm. he should definitely disavow those people. Mm-hmm. But I know he's playing politics. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Todd? Jump in on that. I, I don't think that he is quote unquote a racist. I think he is a narcissist. Definitely. And when I say he's a narcissist. He doesn't like he doesn't dislike Jews and he doesn't really like Jews. He doesn't dislike uh, black people, but he doesn't really like because his thing is, what can you do for me? Absolutely. Yeah, he's about the money. Because, uh, you know, Herschel, Herschel, I'm going to get the new or the, the generals. I'm going to buy them. But then we're going to end up going to the NFL. I want you on my team. And then the NFL was like, dude, your your numbers don't work. So you can't buy an NFL team. No. So he has all these other little factors about his personality. I don't know if he is a racist. I think he doesn't like anybody. And, and I, I really believe that. I don't think he likes anybody. Mm-hmm. And there's, he's not on anybody's team or, but his own. Yeah, I agree, uh, that, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that so much to the point where I always thought when he was, it was campaigning, I was like, okay, the middle America, like his base, the, the poor, broke white people in America, they love him. And I always thought, like, they're not going to, when he was campaigning, I'm like, there's no way he's going to, they're going to like him. They're going to look at you as, hey, the rich guy from Manhattan who takes a shit on a 14-karat gold toilet. But they didn't. They looked at him as though he's one of us. And that always amazed me. Like, to the, his base, the living trailer parks and stuff like that, they love him. He doesn't love them back. He hates those people. He, he wouldn't be caught dead with those but, people. But that's him and what his boys people laugh is, at those that's people. That's what people want. That's what people aspire, aspire to, to be. be. Yeah, they aspire hey, to everybody, be. Everybody, I want to be a billionaire. Right. That's why everybody plays the but lotto, you, man. You agree that he's, he's up there laughing at those people? Of course. Absolutely. You, so you agree with Absolutely. that? Absolutely. He was laughing at them while we, they were being attacked uh, by his second man. Uh, uh, Pence. 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 Yeah, well, yeah, He yeah, was sitting there. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing that's going to change this. When they get to see the texts, not from his phone, but from the other people, what they were texting back and forth. Because mm-hmm. they're saying, hey, man, stop this. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop this. His own daughter, her text messages, that's what's going to get him. Oh, I, I, I hear that. But I do agree. I just want to wrap this up real quick. I do agree with the Trump doesn't give a fuck about nobody but Donald Trump. I do agree I can with agree that. with that. Now, let me ask this question around real quick. Is Trump going to be the president in 2024? No. Is Trump going to be the president in 2024, Owens? I'm not sure. Is he gonna run? He might. I personally, my answer to that I question. I think. I think he's gonna win. I think if he runs, he wins. I hope. I think he'll be in jail, so he can't run from the from prison. But if he's not and he runs, I absolutely positively. And I don't support. I'm a proud Democrat, very proud Democrat. But I honestly think if Trump runs, he's gonna win. All right. But let's move this conversation on. I want to talk about another topic right now, and that's the NFL. What's going on with the NFL? Obviously, we just had the Super Bowl. Halftime show was amazing. Um, but there's a situation about the coach um, that he just got hired. He's a new assistant coach, actually, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Quarterback and, coach, yeah. Yeah, he's a – I'm sorry, what is he? Like a quarterback coach. Quarterback coach, right, mm-hmm. right. So um, long story short, he's suing the NFL because of racism. He said he got discriminated on getting a head coaching job. 
Uh, Mr. Owens, I know you're a big sports guy. Um, I'm going to let you weigh in on that. What do you think the NFL and racism, where are they at with that right now? And Does he have a valid point? Was he being discriminated against or was he just trying to get some publicity? Um, African-Americans are disproportionately um, discriminated against in the NFL, mm-hmm. in the NBA, and all those jobs, the front office jobs, but more specifically the NFL. There's 32 teams in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, not one black owner. I, it, there, there's zero black owners. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, what, two black head coaches now, Mike Tomlin and, um, another guy who identifies as black. They said he identifies right, as black right, because right. his father's black mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. they count him. A person of color. They yeah. They, yeah. They count it. Yeah. They say minorities too, but there's more minorities, but mm-hmm. the, 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 the African-American or the, the black head coaches is only uh, two. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, I believe that he was definitely uh, discriminated against. Um, his record proved that he should be, uh, uh, a head football coach in the NFL. He was 25, 24 and 25, mm-hmm. uh, one game under 500. Um, he definitely brought his team. He was, he was Miami Dolphins coach. Uh, they had winning seasons every, uh, the, the years that he was there, like two or three winning seasons, the year that he was there. It, it, yes, he was, he was definitely discriminated against to answer your question. So what should the NFL do to fix this? Like how do they fix this problem? It's clearly a problem. I mean, they already instituted the Rooney rule. Yeah, and they, was, they, all they doing is interviewing them. Yeah, I was saying that's they, just the interview. They man. just bring you the in for was a joke. Like, yeah, they just they just, they just bring you in for a song a and dance. Oh yeah, I, I've I've satisfied the Rooney rule, but I mean, the text message from Bill Belichick, um, definitely um, shed a light on the whole situation mm-hmm. when he accidentally texted. Hey, thanks, thank Bri- you, Brian. Guy, yeah, yeah te- texting Brian uh, Flores and telling him, "Oh yeah, I hear you're the guy for the job," and he was an actual candidate for that job. And that was three days before he even interviewed for the job or something like that. Mm-hmm. He got the text before he even interviewed for the job. Mm-hmm. And so you said that showed blatant racism, basically. They they already know. The teams know who they're going to hire. Mm-hmm. The interviewing process is is just to satisfy the uh, the guidelines of which the NFL has set in place. Mm-hmm. Ty, you got anything on this? Well, the running back coach for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, his name is Skip Pete. He was and has been the running back coach before that with the Rams. Uh, he's been the running back coach for the Chicago Bears. Everywhere he's gone, he's had a running back that has got over a thousand yards. And he interviews real well. I don't understand why he hasn't gotten an opportunity to at least go for an interview as a head coach. I mean, he's been in the NFL, I think 28 years now, and hasn't had an opportunity. Um, Why do you think that is? I think that some people don't, well, because again, it goes back to white people are not around black folks in a position of power. So if you don't, if you're not around it, you don't understand it. And you're around people, other people, your own that have done that. It's just like in this industry, in the movie industry reason a lot of stuff doesn't get done that is oriented to black folks is because they don't know their stories. So if I'm not uh, inclined to be around that type of environment, I don't understand that story. I'm not interested. So they're not interested in 
quote unquote, the black coach because they haven't had that experience with that guy, even though there's 75 percent of the NFL are black players. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, yes, they are. But yes, but they're black players. They're the pawns, hmm. not the ones that are in charge. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Which leads me to my next topic. I think the answer to a lot of these problems is the reparations. Now, reparations is a big topic of discussion right now. Um, obviously, there's two sides. Some say reparations to the African-American community is due. Some say no way, not due. Um, I'm going to throw this one out there to you first, Mr. Owens. What do you think? Should African-Americans get reparations in the United States of America? And would that help even the playing field a little bit? <laughs> this is a this is a very difficult question. Should we get reparations? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's probably due for um, for us to get reparations. So there's a debt. You agree there's a debt to the I, black. I community. mean, America was built on the on backs, the backs of black, of yes. our, of free our ancestors. Yes. It was free labor, yeah, free labor, absolutely. It so you agree built... there's a debt there. There's a there debt. is a debt. Okay, fair. Enough. I agree. Yeah, but but should it be paid in uh, like a monetary? Thing, like people just give out, oh, I'm going to give you uh, 200000 300000 or wh- however much money. I don't think it should be paid that way. Um, well, Abraham Lincoln said it was going to be uh, 40, acres, 40 in acres in a mule. 40 acres in a mule, And yes. they, they're trying to equate 40 acres in a mule to from back then to now, and they're saying it's this amount of money. I don't think it should be handed out like that. Because a lot of, and I don't, I'm just going to give it to you plain, like a, a lot of people don't have the mindset to to handle that type of, of money or or, or or different things like that. Well, why not have strings attached? I do agree with that part of the conversation, but yeah, don't just give everybody $100,000, put rules to it. Like, okay, you take some courses in class, you get some sort of trade, you got 100,000 coming. Like put some strings attached to it for sure. I agree with that. But what do you think, Todd? What are your thoughts on that? It uh, should be descendants of slaves. It shouldn't just be mm-hmm. African-American people okay. because there's a whole lot of, Haitians and Jamaicans and other people who have come to the United States, mm-hmm. but there should be like, uh, you should have to be a descendant of slaves. Mm-hmm. We should be able to find out, Hey, uh, Jesse Jackson's grandmother was a slave and we can justify that. And then you should be able to get 40 acres and a mule. You should be able, we should, Get the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We should get the, the, the uh, if you want to live in Mississippi, you can get 40 acres in a meal. Mm-hmm. Or, or you should get whatever 40 acres in Mississippi in, to offset that if you don't want to live there. So you would have any strings attached to that? Yes, yes. Okay. You have to take classes. Okay, yeah. You have to uh, understand what you're doing because I don't want to give you, I mean, Chris Rock, did something that was funny, you know, reparations, everybody got their money and they're talking about buying chicken and Kool-Aid and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But why can't we buy a grocery store? Why can't we do these types of things where you, instead of you having to put money down to buy a grocery store, hey, we give you this piece of land and this yeah, is Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say, let's take this a little bit further, since both of you seem to agree that there is a debt there to the black community. And I don't know why, I just took Mississippi. I, I, right. I did. Why, Mr. Owens, why does the debt even have to be a monetary debt? Why can't it be land? Why can't, give, us, give us land so we can govern ourselves. 
<laughs> How about that? Like, <laughs> Governor said, yeah, like, you crazy? Yeah, allows, I mean, what's wrong with that? Why is that such a crazy idea? The Republicans, it, you guys think that's a crazy idea. Why? It, I mean, it, it absolutely sounds good. It absolutely sounds great. But should probably, start, should the debt be land? Let's start there. Should the debt be land? The Indians, uh, they yeah. they have their own uh, land. Yeah. yeah, they do, but it's still police, though. Yeah, it's they police have, by the federal government. It's, it's police still by the federal, by federal government. government. So, so then why don't we just have it where you have your because own they, land to be, be a federal because, government? Because it's really not like they have their own sovereign land. They have their own police. But the feds go in yeah, at any time, in, they anytime they want to. Anytime they want, snatch them up. Snatch them up anytime they want to. Anytime they want. So it's technically want. not. It's not. It's yeah, not even. It's not there. It, all yeah. they they got a bunch of casinos. Yeah, yeah. that's what they got. I mean, yeah. they don't really have the land that they say that they have. Well, yeah. maybe maybe that's the adjustment that we would make. But if we would have quote unquote the descendants of slaves bank. You have the descendants of slave bank as opposed to just giving people money. Hey, what are you going to do with it? Uh, you could, your kids could go to school. Right, right. But let, let's go past just the monetary. I'm, we're talking land. You're talking land? Yeah, so I'm talking think, land. Yeah, yeah. So you think they're really going to give us our sovereignty? So you're going to, you think they're going to let us all be sovereign citizens and govern ourselves? And what, you have to gonna, ask. So Absolutely you have to not. Ask. I don't think the but American government will let, but they I think should. That, I, think, I think that's one of the things that we're not doing. Yeah, we should we definitely we ask, ask for that, it. without a doubt. We're They've no, been asking. No, no, no we Martin Luther King asked. Martin Luther King asked. And they shot him as soon as he asked for it. And this is what I'm saying. And this is what I'm saying. And this is what I'm saying. They've been asking. They've been seeing it. So you do remember Martin Luther King did ask. You remember that, right? Because me and Todd had that conversation. Todd didn't know that he asked. Martin Luther King, 1968. He was asking for land. He wasn't on that I Have a Dream shit no more in 1968. I Have a Dream speech was 1963. That's what they want you to remember him for. Yeah. In 1968, he wanted some land, brother. That's what he was on. That's yeah. why he shot it. It was ass. a few other people who wanted land, too, and yeah. they did. Jim Brown is still alive, and Jim Brown wanted land. Jim Brown was arguing for land on uh, Ed Sullivan's show back in the day. Go look it up. He's on there saying, we want side. We want Georgia. Back then, they just wanted one state. They wanted Georgia. Well, he's actually born in Georgia. So. Yeah, so and that's what they wanted. And that's when they popped Martin Luther King, because they was on that now. So in 2022, why should we not be asking for land now? In 1968, yeah, you get your ass shot for that shit. You won't get shot for that shit now. So why are we asking for that? Won't. Dude, it, 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 but, but uh, aside from that, I have to agree with it. Uh, if Mike, uh, we should go ahead and and get the land. Yeah. I I, I kind of think that's a good yeah. idea. Forty acres of the mule. Yeah. Okay. So I agree they ain't gonna give it to us because it would happen. Yeah, they're not gonna give they're it. They're not to gonna us. give it to. They're us. not gonna give it to us. You, no you stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but we should ask for it. Well, I, I could I could walk into uh, Chase Bank tomorrow and ask them for a million dollar loan. <laughs> yeah. They're and they're gonna say, let me look at your credit. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. What are you gonna do with this money? So, right. Right. I mean, but we if, can ask all day long, but are we gonna get it? But if we make the argument that it is definitely owed to us, like. You can't just walk into Chase Bank and make the argument that they owe you that million. We could argue to the government, y'all owe us some land. That's a valid argument. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> if you, But going back to the, the credit and all that other stuff, maybe that should be another thing that should be adjusted. You get a 725 credit. No, fuck all that. No. We want the land. We want land. Yeah, fuck anything else as far as reparations is concerned. I think if we're going to ask for it, which we are asking for it now because, as you know, <laughs> There was a committee to research reparations right now going on in the United States Congress. So it's a serious conversation that they're having right now. It's just the million dollar question is who gets it, how much, and what are we giving them? Descendants so, of slaves. So you say descendants of slaves. What do you say? Who should it be descendants of slaves, Anthony, or just any I can agree. black person? I can agree with that. Descendants of slaves. Because Obama who... wouldn't get it. 
He's not, he, he, nobody in his family is a descendant of slave. Matter of fact, nobody in his family is an African-American. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So his, his father was from Africa. He's not an African-American. Well, for now, like we said, that it'll never happen. <laughs> like, let's no. just be well, that's, No, that, I, I, I disagree so with that. It, it, it's I a, disagree it's a pipe with that. dream. Will it, it happen in my country. lifetime? I don't believe so. Yeah, well, but, but I, I, I didn't think Obama would be president of the United States. So. I do agree with that, but I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime either. Um, well, I'm never say never because anyway. I never thought I would see a black president in my lifetime. So, you know, never say never. But I think it is time we start having that conversation, though. Like, OK, there's a debt owed to the black community. We want land. OK, I think that just needs to be the conversation. But um, I got to wrap it up. But I just want to um, throw one more question out there to the panel. Right now, it's very intense times right now. We're looking at it. There's like a war right around the corner because Russia is invading another country, Ukraine. That's a whole topic. Another conversation. I just want to throw it real, real quick. Do you think we're on our way to war, uh, Mr. Owens? What do you think? No. So you don't think Russia's going to invade Ukraine? I mean, they probably will. But you don't think it'll cause a world war? No. What do you think, Todd? Uh, I had to change my perspective. I, I thought initially we, we were going to go, and I don't think so now. I think what he's trying to do is position himself to get all these sanctions that he has on him. Okay, well, I disagree. I think he's finna invade Ukraine, but we will definitely talk about that on the next show. I want to thank all my listeners and everyone's watching me around the world here in the United States. This has been another episode of A Man's Voice. I want to thank my guests, my panelists, Mr. Anthony Owens and Mr. Todd Short. Thank both of you gentlemen for coming and have a good day. Peace.